Uh, do you know this line? You're going to know this line from Dirty Dancing. I'm doing a line from Dirty Dancing. That's your clue. Hungry I, I, <laughs> We will not have pop culture explained to us. By the <laughs> yeah, come on. <laughs> you just put your pickle on everybody's plate, college boy, and leave the hard stuff to me. Welcome to the Football Ramble. It's Tuesday, 24th of August. I'm Kate Mason. I'm Pete Donaldson. And I'm Vidusha the Hunter Raja. How's your pickle then, Pete? I mean, fair play, Kate. I didn't actually know that quote from Dirty Dancing at all. I was I, I was complaining that you were explaining to me and Vish pop culture. Yeah. From from I'm gonna call it a burrow and of pop culture knowledge. And it says a lot that I really found it annoying when you asked me mm. when you said, "Oh, you might not know this." Mm. I end up, I haven't seen the film, <laughs> <laughs> so there's no way I would have known it. What have you got in there, Baby in the Corner? Something about uh, watermelon. No one puts baby in the corner. Um, I'm, I'm going to lift you really high right now. Yeah, and it, 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 there's, that, you there's that bit where he goes. I think that's implied, isn't it? <laughs> there's that bit where he goes. Look, if you don't really accelerate into this, I can't lift you. Yes, we're good. Momentum needs, is, needs yeah. to be our friend here. Yeah, we're going to ruin the wedding. Yeah, and, and then he's like, "Oh, don't spill that." We like clean dancing. <laughs> and then, and then You're the, getting motor oil all over the floor, yeah, yeah. idiot. Yeah. And then the mayor comes in and goes, no more dancing. Oh, we like dancing. No, yeah. no more dancing. Yeah. The shoe that, is on the other foot. And, it, and the it's loose. Is the and the foot is loose. <laughs> yes. Yeah. The student is the master. And grease lightning comes high and <laughs> juices thunderbolts kill everyone. <laughs> and, and, and then the fondness jumps over the shark. Yeah. Ah, welcome back to the football ramble, people. <laughs> Ooh. Good to see you. Welcome back to you. Fresh, oh, yeah. fresh from Barcelona. You lived in Spain or something? No, I was walking around Spain. I was ra- I was on my very own ramble. How did the Camino? You, you walk. So was it like a typical? Like, did you organise it as a walking trip? Or was that I like... did not organise it. Right. Clearly, um, <laughs> there were more pools involved. <laughs> yeah, uh, I just got a rucksack. Very technical. Very technical rucksack. And I walked. I put on some walking boots and I followed the people who were in charge. Right. Wow. Santander to Lyon is what we did. Not Lyon in France. Did you know there's a Leon in Spain? Me neither. It's where the, I guess that food shop comes from. There's a Kings of Leon. Yeah. A, I mean, Leon in France is a principality. Not even, couldn't have a monarchy. Read into that what you will. You can get little pots for breakfast as well. <laughs> Very nice. Yeah, good. Yeah. We can only speculate we, as we, to what we, Michel Antonio is <laughs> uh, Hungry eyes. For yes. indeed, it is he that we are going to speak about. Hopefully loads. Uh, eight goals in two games for West Ham it is, people. Bloody hell. Did you think, oh, you're you're full of knowledge and theories, Vish. Did you think? <laughs> <laughs> Did you think? <laughs> While I was away. <laughs> it's a great soundtrack. It's a great soundtrack. It's a great soundtrack. Did you, under, are you feeling like you underestimated West Ham? Um, yeah, you know what? I know it's still quite early, but yeah, probably I did actually, because hmm. I, I feel like the way they're... Um, form happened last year was you know we could say that it was a little bit by accident there were a few mitigating factors obviously no fans the fact that their run started when David Moyes couldn't leave his house (laughs) Um, and yeah they and I suppose we could chuck in like Declan Rice because I suppose the season he had last year was his best season so far on on quite a few measures but yeah I I was really really impressed with them and it shows that David Moyes has created something sustainable there because they were thrilling weren't they and they kind of had to be because they had one game in front of fans last year 
against Manchester United where Manchester United came back from 2-0 down, I think. Um, and the atmosphere at the end of the game was terrible. Like Sebastian mm-hmm. got, like, had a lot of dogs abuse. Um, and, you know, a lot of football fans are like that. They, you know, can turn on the team quite quickly. And to be fair, it was a quite a bad game that they finished with there. But, yeah, the, yesterday, they, everyone... Imagine saying this. Everyone at a West Ham game specifically the home fans, had a good time. <laughs> and I don't know how often they've been able to say that because no. they're also watching very good football. It looked like an absolute fucking riot, didn't it? Oh, it looked like, a, it, it sounded like that a That has cauldron. been the problem in the past. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Which we're not encouraging specifically. No. Um, I, yeah, I think, uh, I, I think that when there's people on Twitter and beyond talking about West Ham becoming uh, a fortress, the London Stadium becoming a fortress, I'm like, well, how did this happen? <laughs> this really has been a topsy-turvy year, hasn't it? Yeah. It was on the commentary on the, I think, maybe five live commentary, can't remember, the one without the pictures. Yes. Um, <laughs> okay. Cool. Um, a book. They were, never, they, were, they were on about uh, it making the kind of sound that it would have done in, you know, London mm. 2012, which... I don't know about you, but I never really thought that would be possible again in that stadium no. with the setup feeling so distant. Mm. That's quite an important point, actually, because one of the things that West Ham fans have been pushing the club to do is to make it more football fan friendly. And they've had these kind of ideas to like bring, like literally bring the stands in closer. Make kind of makes sense. Doesn't yeah, it? yeah, and and they've uh, they've talked about it for so so long, and then they I think there was. Because they're trying to work out the corners as well, you know, mm. like, like literally like the corners, because that's what the furthest away you are from from the action. I think. Mm. Um, oh, I see. As in, yeah, got yeah. It. But but I mean, obviously, I only watched it on TV yesterday. But yeah, it sounded wild mm. to the extent that like, oh, could this be like a new ground then? As in, <laughs> could this be like, is this like a new place to go where the atmosphere is like shit? You've got to go there in, in ten years' time. We'll be saying. Honestly, you got to go to London. Stadium. It feels so yeah. impossible, doesn't it? But yeah, yeah. Duffith, Duffith, Duffith Moyeth. Duffith Moyeth. So it reminded yeah. him of Upton Park, which, yeah, like you say, you wouldn't have thought that would be that would be possible. Mm. But it was wicked. It was really good. He didn't like uh, the aforementioned Michele Antonio's uh, oh, celebration. He wants He's to like, just wear his cowl. Not something I'm keen on, he said. Just the glass is always half empty with that man, <laughs> but he's winning. Is that because he's a Save the Last Dance fan? Yeah, <laughs> yeah I think he is. This. He's just, yeah. yeah. So for Fucked it up. people who don't have the internet, I guess. Um, yeah, Michael Antonio obviously scored two, made it to 50, broke, became the all-time Premier League goal scorer for West Ham, overtaking Paolo Di Canio. And he had set up in advance a celebration mm. before he is famous for his celebrations. Mm-hmm. And it was his, like, you know, Brassel had it with Wimbledon. It was like a full, full <laughs> cut oh, yeah. out of himself. Yeah, it was yeah. confusing that Antonio used a cut out himself. Of, of, yeah, of Andy Brassel's kids. <laughs> it's really confusing. <laughs> like a hate crime. Like, why have you done that, Mikel? Don't kiss those children. Put them down. Put them down. The Stop curl. kissing Andy Brassel's children. Title. Thank you. <laughs> so yeah, he had this Andy Brassel cut out. <laughs> Whipping it around. <laughs> he popped it down next to the bench, wasn't it? So yeah. that he then, assuming, but it's big, it's big play to do that, especially when you're about to break, hoping to break a record. I guess if he hadn't scored in this game, he would have just taken it to the next game and the next game. But like, yeah. does he, does he walk off? Get soggier you know? and soggier every time. Oh. <laughs> He's not snogging it if he doesn't score. It's <laughs> the rain, isn't it? The West Ham rain. Yeah, yeah. All the bubbles. Oh, it'd be yes. really soapy, wouldn't it? <laughs> uh, but so, like, if he—that's the thing, though. If he—if um, he hadn't scored and if he was walking yeah. off, 
when you've had to uh, hold it by the hand. Darren Randolph, would be like, oh, do you remember we, you left your car out? Yeah, go like, get yeah, your car out, just shoving it in the back <laughs> of his car. <laughs> hey, you could drive in the carpool lane. If Ooh. indeed we have any. <laughs> that's true, yeah. Yeah, I think that's exactly what he would have done. But anyway, that was not what happened. He scored two goals, uh, the first of which was wicked, turn and shoot, and then he snogged it. And yeah. lifted it up. But afterwards, in the post-match, he said it was Save the Last Dance, but it was actually mm. Dirty Dancing that he was trying to reference. Yeah, which suggests he's only seen the film Dirty Dancing recently. Does it? I think so, yeah. yeah. Because you wouldn't, you wouldn't get it confused if it was your favourite film, would you? Mm. Save the Last Dance. You're allowed to have new favourites. You're allowed yeah, to move you, with the yeah, time. You, you're allowed to remember. learn stuff. You, you, you're allowed to know about culture you eventually. You are. But by, by learning about stuff, by learning about culture eventually. <laughs> Brave card for you to play. Um, <laughs> Uh, yeah, you, you know, it would be at the, on the tip of your tongue, wouldn't it? It'd and he's 31. You'd think that would be a... It still would... I'm 40 and I that was kind of my generation, but uh. I think even 10 years younger, you would still... That would still be very much part of your... Your lexicon. Of your lexicon. Yeah, I mean, like, I haven't seen it, but I know all the pop culture... Do you? Refer, All the little references. Probably yeah. not. Yeah. yeah. Well, because, you know, Thor comes in and... <laughs> Um, Jessica Alba does a dance. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. And then Leanne rhymes that song comes over the top. <laughs> Stands on the bar and dances. Yeah. yeah. Get down, Leanne. Get that bar. Yeah. Um, it's a Perez. This isn't the Pussycat Dolls. It's a Perez. Got that's really relevant. Got um, got a Reds. He did, yeah. I think Lester was so surprised because, I mean, come on, it's Ayossi Perez. <laughs> He's not that kind of player. But he player. wasn't. Be- okay, so sorry. Let's just talk <laughs> properly about the right. Reds. Um, obviously, in the slow-mo, and when you saw it subsequently, you wouldn't have seen it in real time, but he pl- mm. he planted his foot on the ankle of Pablo Fanals. Mm. But he was also being pushed from behind by Aaron Cresswell. He was sort of shielding the And he was trying ball, to, I thought he was, he was trying to... He was still a red though, wasn't it, surely? I mean, it was horrible. Re- horrible <laughs> stampy stamp, wasn't it? That. Yes, it was, <laughs> but I, I, can, I can agree with that. And it's obviously, we don't mm. want to see people stamping on things, least of all ankles. But Balloons, that's the only one. Yeah. Errant Bubble, balloons bubbles. or beach balls. Um, but I don't know, he was, I felt like... There was some sympathy for that because it felt like he was trying to regain his balance. But do you think? Do you not think we could have both of those things? Mm. I, I can understand why it happened. What I, you think I, we can hold two thoughts in our heads at once? No yeah, way! Really. Yeah. Jesus fish. <laughs> <laughs> but the um, yeah, I agree with what you're saying. But when I saw it the second time, I was like, I mean, it, it has to be a red, and it has to be. It can be a red without being like a slight on his person. Mm. Mm. Like yeah. it is not this, you know. It, it's not oh, he's got to walk around with a, you know, cardboard. Suit. Yeah, you know, with, with like a sandwich board saying that, you know, oh, I'm the worst person in the world. <laughs> I think it. That this is this is the thing about like, you know, even I suppose the conversation of oh, you know, he's not that, that kind of player, and he was like, well, like yeah, like obviously, like, <laughs> no, I think we'd assume you can get red, yeah, you can get red cards. Yeah. Like it, it, it was weird that Gary Lineker never got one. <laughs> yeah, In, and we should judge him more for it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. not trying some, hard enough. He did some protests, didn't he? So, <laughs> on that, on that note, um, Moy says he's challenging his players to go for Champions League. What do we make? I mean, he says uh, I could be asking for too much. <laughs> okay, uh, but what else am I going to do? Stand here and say we want to avoid relegation? Maybe I'll ask the players if they can stay top now. <laughs> <laughs> That's how I mean it. he should he should at least try that. Yeah. Try that at the Ask very start. Them. I mean it might not work, but definitely don't discourage them from trying to do that. <laughs> yeah. I'm feeling dizzy. <laughs> <laughs> Although the like forty two points thing with Claudio Ranieri works worked as well, didn't it? The Champions League thing is interesting because I th- I think it's if you look at it from, from Antonio's point of view, like he's someone who 
was signed as a bit part player, played on both wings. He's even played right back. Yeah. Um, was brought in up top to be a stopgap and has become West Ham's all-time Premier League <laughs> goal scorer. Um, and it's a kind of trajectory. And he was the kind of player where you'd think they've got to like look beyond him at a certain point. Mm. Like, obviously, he's done very well. Great servant for the club, this, yes, that and the other. Yes, yes, yes. But we've seen it before. They just think, right, okay, 30, 40 million pounds striker. Sebastian Haller, for example. <laughs> um, and then, you know, obviously they're linked with players like Kurt Zuma. They keep hold of Declan Rice. And I'm, it's not to say Declan Rice is going to stay there forever. But he feels like he'll stay there for at least, if he stays there for another two seasons, none of us will be like, oh, Declan, mate, what are you doing? You're wasting your career. Um, and through that... Right in, West Ham fans. No, no, but do you know what I mean? Like that, that's just the general discourse that tends to happen in football. But like obviously Zuma coming in, suddenly they're just, just going to build a bit around him. Um, and with this particular start, kind of why not? Like, yeah. just why why wouldn't they be in, in that conversation? Why wouldn't they be able to, to repeat what they did last season where... What with four games to go, they we were legitimately talking about them as maybe being in the t- finishing the top four. Yeah, it's w- wicked if you're a Hammers fan, yeah. and and like you said, well, we've already said Antonio looked as though he was having a great time. Pablo Fornals as well scoring mm. that goal. Look, it was joyful, wasn't it? And they nicked that was the the first one was the one where they nicked it off. I think Chaya Soyuncu passed lovely pass to Jamie Vardy. Jamie Vardy just. Sp- banked it to one of the West Ham players and that sort of pretty much like fell down dead. <laughs> like, there was this thing in Denmark at the weekend where a referee blew up when he was supposed to play advantage and then he just like collapsed to the ground in, like the in despair of... at himself. It was basically like that. It's like the uh, VHS cover of like Platoon, just a man going, ah, <laughs> no. Do you know, so the, the referee video, Yeah, I think that revealed to me and, and, and maybe it's something that we forget because like football is very serious mm. but the way he reacted and the way the players reacted to him says to me like, they were all like, just show a bit of weakness. <laughs> and people think, yeah, yes. okay, we're all flawed. We're going to jump in, yeah, yeah, yeah. But like, they all like, look, mate, don't worry about it. You know, <laughs> you seem upset about it. Like, I don't know. I, I, I'd like to think maybe a Premier League referee would try that on the weekend. And obviously they'll be subject to like an, a week's worth of phone-ins. We'll probably skew them on here as well. But yeah, there's like a little bit of humanity that snuck into the game. I like yeah. it. Snuck in. It needs to be shut out. Yeah, That's what you're saying. Yeah. It needs to be killed. Dead. Yeah. Yes. I and want to see a referee in a while as me. <laughs> yeah, would he have to book himself if he were to yeah, I guess do a so, ghost? Yeah. Would he like, have to lift himself above his head? <laughs> yeah. This is getting extremely meta. Um, should we talk about Spurs, guys? All right, then. We don't have to. Yeah, well, let's do it. All right. If only to make you happy for a bit. <laughs> Well, I don't know. I don't know if I'm unhappy. Do you think? Do you think? Do you guys think I should be happy about this idea that um, Adama Traore is going to be bought for query forty million pounds? I don't um, really know. He's got yeah. a lot of he's got a lot of arm issues, hasn't he? He's got um, this shoulder that constantly pops out of itself, mm. so he might be quite injury prone. Um, they need to stop oiling it. <laughs> no, that's the point of the oil. They've made this to help it. They've, so made, no, they've, made, it. It, they've made it hypermobile, though. Yeah, they've, they've loosened yeah. the joint. That's true. If it moves and it shouldn't move, uh, you need uh, tape, <laughs> gaffer tape. Yeah. And if it doesn't move when it needs to move, 
WD-40 the, yeah. get some gaffer tape on it I know this is a joyful flight of fancy but the whole point no, it's of not. it what part no, of it's not fancy? Jesus is that because people get grabbing on it you see on men on, on, on yeah. footballers does that even do anything I don't think it does though yeah it does the, the, the oh, colourful tape yeah, yeah it's very I good wrote a whole, it doesn't do anything I once wrote a whole article on how great it was and it didn't do anything Oh, in oh, the pocket, big tip. To, to Kate Mason, elite athlete. Free. Oh, no. <laughs> 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 uh, someone, someone's missed me. Um, <laughs> yeah. Uh, he's, it's so that they can he can get away. Yes, people yeah, Because yeah, yeah, people yeah. can't yeah. get him because he's too fast. I watch a lot of wrestling, Kate. Like, I'm oh, across yes. this. Baby yeah. Oil is very much part of my world, oh, I would okay. say. Okay, yeah. I didn't know that. Do you but think it, that's where they got it from? <laughs> Maybe. I don't know. I don't mean recycled from the wrestling. <laughs> oh, gross. <laughs> Biofuels. Adamant Traoria, biofuels. Do you think he'd be good for Spurs? You. I don't fucking know, mate. He did make it look a bit difficult for us on uh, the most recent game. Mm. Um, He's had a couple of matches. And then we won that, so fuck everybody. (laughs) Two wins from two. (laughs) We don't need anybody. But it's funny, if they don't manage to get him, they're going to go for Nani Madueke from PSV, a player they let go three years ago, which is very enjoyable. You could make the same argument about Romelu Lukaku. Yes, you can. Yeah, yeah. But, I mean, he's 21 and and unproven. (laughs) (laughs) It would be great, though, if they put in a sell-on clause there so they get that money as well. <laughs> it's just a really abstract way of money laundering or something. It's like I keep uh, selling myself the same player. It's like Jay <laughs> Jay Z whenever he's in VIP drinks his own champagne. <laughs> really, is he? Brilliant, fantastic. That's smashing that. Yeah, Donald Trump makes like MPs or whatever they're called in the states stay at his hotels. Some yeah, sort of thing. Yeah. Well, there you go. Yeah, Getting high yeah. off your own supply. It's actually just good business yeah. sense. Triori oil. That's what he needs. <laughs> Striker Diego Tardelli has shown that there's always a way back. He is on the verge of a move to Santos after he was struck off their books as a youngster in 2002 for trying to steal chocolate milk from the club cafeteria. He was caught, clearly. Um, (laughs) (laughs) He took a picture of himself from inside a private jet heading to Santos, drinking some milk. Aha, the cat that got the chocolate cream. (laughs) Is it? I mean... uh... Stealing chocolate milk. Uh, well, Sounds it, like he no, had a need. he attempted to steal ch- chocolate milk, so he didn't even manage it. That's the lamest part of it. But yeah. chocolate milk is like good rehydration solution for athletes, isn't it? So he should have it. just been given it. Yeah. Given the chocolate milk. Well, he didn't say how much. It could have been vats of the stuff. Yeah. He could have been an export-import export sort of business. It could have been, been a... Selling set, big set drums up, of it. Yeah, set up an elaborate pump that went from the yeah. kitchen into these vats. He could have been the Nesquik daddy of Brazil. <laughs> That's a good point. So it's more—it was more a question of asking him to focus on his football. Yeah, yeah. although that—that's quite extreme. Someone trying to steal chocolate milk and you—you you sack them. Yeah, it is a little bit. Isn't it? I mean, you're really cutting off. You know—you could have a conversation with them and sort of go, "This—this this is a business. I'm not going to fire for stealing stealing some chocolate milk, but um, let's just—if you want the chocolate milk, you have the chocolate milk. You're yeah. a footballer for crying out loud. Just ask for it. Just ask for it. Crying out loud. But you know what? Well, because of what you've done, we're going to sack you and we'll never see you again. <laughs> <laughs> this is going to cost us millions to sign you back. <laughs> All right, lots more of this. Probably not exactly that, but okay. lots more of this sort of general thing to come after this. Oh. 
I had two get one free, and I picked up a little Argentinian. And I ended up having to take a couple of free transfers. <laughs> it was one of Daniel's specials. We were trying to get a couple of players in, at the top of my shopping list, but they were both free transfers. You mean you've made your name as a wheeler and dealer? There's not no, been much wheeling and dealing, you're Fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, Harry. <laughs> Welcome back, back to the Football Ramble. Me, Vish, and yeah. Pete with you this uh, tasty Tuesday. Uh, oh, we've got some of your emails. Rumble. We got a message from Will Darby. Hello, Will. Oh, I, um, went to, I went to school with a guy called Will Darby. Maybe it's the same one. Hi, Will. Does it sound like Will Darby, the Darby that you know, the Darby that you have access to? On Monday's show, the idea of managers refereeing one half of a game each was floated. And uh, it seemed like as good a time as any to uh, tell you the story of Waysiders versus Racklesham in the Guildford and Walking Alliance League Division 5. Yeah, it does and it's like live! It. Um, <laughs> on this occasion, the referee failed to show up, so he and his opposite number decided the best way to fulfil the fixture was to ref one half each. Neither manager had cards, so I think there was an assumption that none would be handed out. Our manager ref the first half and was surprisingly strict. Mm. Second half, different story. At one stage, our quite small captain was thrown to the ground, WWE style, on a corner by an absolute man mountain. When it became apparent that no penalty would be given, the captain slapped his assailant on the back of the head. The ref tried to send him off, which resulted in everyone coming up the pitch and arguing. The chairman spoke to our chairman, our ref, for a while, <laughs> <laughs> our ref versus their ref, and ended up rescinding this red card and somehow the game ended with all 22 on the pitch. But if this happened in the Premier League, I would watch every game without fail, even even if it meant staying up until 4am to catch all the late kickoffs too. <laughs> um, if you would like to get in touch with us, shortfootballramble.com. Has your manager ever, ever uh, refereed a match? There's, I don't know why, I've never thought about it before, but um, like telling someone they're sent off, Yeah, you, mm. you almost have to, you, you have to reason with them rather than like showing a straight red. Yeah. It's kind of it's almost universal, isn't it? Like you understand what that means. <laughs> well, it is a sen- in a sense it's a negotiation, even with the red card. No, because, because, sort of because there's no because there's a finality to the red card, isn't there? Whereas if you said, right, I'm sending you off. All right. No, you're not. Do, <laughs> yeah. it. Do it then. Yeah, send me <laughs> off then. Because then you have to push them, don't you? You've got to push them off the field. Uh... And the red card, the red card does that for you. <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, it's time for a little bit of this. Uh... I prefer to kill him. Classic Tuesday slash Wednesday slash if there's no European <laughs> fixtures Thursday fair. It's Paul Antonio Conte people. Two footballers mashed together. You guys gotta figure out who the fuck it is. Fish, Kate, you ready? Yes. I'm, I'm, I'm going anyway. I'm going anyway. This one comes from Will Elder. Uh, here's your clue. I was lobbed by Ronaldinho in 2002 and I've played for clubs in six countries whilst being Togo's all-time top goal scorer with 32 goals. David C. Manabadual, Emmanuel Adebayor. Hey, yeah. Vish, I didn't even get time to start the bloody music. Congratulations. How the fuck did that happen? Blah! Yeah. Yeah. There we go. Have you ever got any of these? Yeah. <laughs> Weirdly, only when I'm playing you. <laughs> We're not against each other. I thought it was Are we against each other? It's again. Yeah. yeah. You don't share knowledge. Yeah, it's it's true. You should never share knowledge. Never share I've knowledge. I always thought this. Yeah. Never share knowledge. When I was at school, no one ever shared hear. knowledge with me. No. Uh, you remember that, don't you? <laughs> that was unbelievably quick. Well yeah. done. Are you saying he's got a man on the inside? Also, I find. Yes, that is exactly Subterfuge. what I'm saying. Backstairs intrigue. David Seaman. 
No, David Seaman was obviously the first one. I didn't. Yeah. I and didn't then Togo. I, yeah, yeah, yeah. But Emmanuel, mm. I didn't get... David Seaman. It makes perfect mm. sense. Yeah. <laughs> well. <laughs> it's a beautiful and perfect Paul Antonio <laughs> Well, uh, here is your next clue. From Will Blackman, thank you, Will. Uh, I scored the goal, won the 2002 Premier League title, and I am Sven's accordion playing right-hand man. Sylvan Will toward grip. Oh, come on. <laughs> <laughs> Has he been drinking? On, I know on, what he's been on. drinking, but I'm. You know he doesn't get this. I know. I just well, the, the iPad was turned to that page, so I thought I'll. Uh... <laughs> Twice in five days. Three times yeah, in five there days. You go. <laughs> this is absolutely. I'm. Hey, look. Hey. Respect. That was so good. Now. Bit of Tuesday fun. That As a collaboration, Man. I thought that was pretty good. Actually. It's not quite a collaboration, <laughs> though, is it? That was Bob Antonio Conte. I prefer to kill him. Yeah, I'm still reeling from that Vish, but we're gonna have to we're gonna have to move on from <laughs> celebrating your 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 brilliance, I guess. <laughs> have we done enough on that? Yeah, he did really well. Uh, we're gonna talk quickly about Mo Salah, Liverpool, and Egypt because this is a potentially a problematic situation for many club and country sides. Um, he isn't going to be allowed to play in the upcoming Egyptian World Cup qualifier against Angola because Egypt is a red list country. So that means that, A, you've got to pay shitloads of money to quarantine on some special hotel. I'm not mm. sure that's probably the problem. The problem is more likely to be that he would have to quarantine in said hotel for 10 days after travelling to Egypt to play right. this. So Liverpool have written to the Egyptian FA saying, sorry, guys, this is the deal. He's the main bloke at the moment for Liverpool <laughs> and we can't be releasing him to go and do this. How, how do you think this is going to play out, Pete? Because presumably this is something that's going to happen multiple times. Well, sorry, I'll do the joke again. Angolo, no, Angola can't uh, can't play against... Uh, <laughs> It is going to happen again and again, um, especially, presumably, the rules are slightly different for people who are double-vaxxed, and we've spoken b- before about yes. how many footballers in the Premier League just have refused uh, point-blank to, to, to get vaccinated. So it is going to be difficult. It is going to be a bit of a, 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 a wrangle uh, here and there, and uh, certainly for, 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 I mean, it's so important for both sides at the moment. It is going to be quite interesting. Obviously, you've got the African Cup of Nations at the start of January yeah. in Cameroon, which at the moment, I think parts of Cameroon, the, like central Cameroon is on the amber list. Right. Uh, but other parts of it, um, they had, they're advising against travel altogether. Oh, yeah. um, I don't know you could split up a country like that. No, nor can I, but I think that's I think that might be um, internal, or maybe from the gov.co.uk, actually. Um, but it, it does... like. Pete, you've you've massively touched onto me here because it will be really interesting to see how many footballers, you know, do get both courses of the vaccine, how many footballers are against it, because it's going to become a huge issue in terms of, you know, the Champions League is effectively going to be going on as per, you know, we've got Mm. the draw coming up and, um, yeah, like it's, it feels like football's, you know, certainly over the summer, football pushed on, Mm. you know, irrespective of of what was going on around it with regards to, Increasing cases and things like that. Um, you know, there was this these bubbles that turned out were you know weren't really bubbles, mm. and then there were bubbles when it was you know when Scotland didn't have to uh, you know <laughs> yes, quarantine right, after yeah. the Gilmore no, stuff. Bubbles with and, ladies, yeah, ladies, but lady bubbles, yeah. Um, <laughs> but we're going to be in a situation now where 
I don't know. They're, they're just going to have to, again, make it up on the spot. And, it, and it's almost as if that football, <clears throat> by its very design, have, have built in no space for redundancy, <laughs> no space for, for, for fudge time, effectively, for, for people recovering from stuff or, or seeing out uh, uh, sections of time. So oh, I can definitely either way, that. my civil liberties will be infringed somehow and I'll be furious. <laughs> well, I think there is something a bit, you know, <clears throat> Vish re- references when we let all these footballers play on when everyone else was like, at the start of last year when mm. everyone else was like in their homes and yeah. the footballers were just dance footballers get yeah. out there play mm. your games for our entertainment mm. um, but there is something I, I can I'm not in favour of like you know come here is a let me, <laughs> let me stab you with my big vaccination needle. Yes. Ideally, there like would some be... of the European teams in the nineties. <laughs> <laughs> Quite exactly. Yeah, you, you, you know that. Oh, that's... you like them needles, didn't you? <laughs> yeah, you run a bit faster. <laughs> There's not great optics around that. Ideally, there would be a hearts and minds situation here. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah no, it's 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 muddy. <laughs> it is muddy, isn't it? Yeah. And we're going to be in a situation where you know, you know, we've seen how brutal football is at that level and how. Frank and honest is probably too kind of way of putting it, but I suppose it's how managers and coaches and owners press their players into doing all sorts. playing certain ways and, and yeah, and signing certain things. But I mean in terms of like, you know, a manager could easily turn around as a player and look and be like, mate, get vaccinated or I'm dropping you. I got you know, what else are you gonna do? You, you yeah. can't take you can't yeah. take you anywhere. I can't take you anywhere. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I mean that's gonna be I, I think that's gonna be a huge problem in the next well, maybe in the next couple of months, yeah. Yeah, definitely. Um Carl Darlo, he's he's been sidelined for quite quite a long time. You know, sort of oh, everything. Bless him. Not very well. He's, he even put his PlayStation on sale on Twitter for some reason. <laughs> a what? couple of days ago. Carl Darlo. I watched to stop it because he's addicted. Is it? Oh, I don't know. No, I don't think so. Oh, I assumed it Why was do you big... always go... Why is it the bad news video game stories of you? Never end, Kate. Yeah. <laughs> oh, he got addicted to it, did he? to his Fortnite. Why, why, why else would he I don't know why it? is it... Look, it, it, Carl Why Dallo don't you know this? has not been able to play football for a very, very long time. He's been incredibly unwell and he said when he's feeling a little bit better, he wants to talk to the rest of the squad. He wants to talk to the rest of the Premier League about how ill he has been with COVID. Uh, but when it gets funny, it's when he tries to sell his PlayStation on Twitter when he's on over a million quid. <laughs> it's funny though, isn't it? PlayStation, what, four or five? Five. PlayStation five. Uh, ooh, yeah. yeah. Is that Carl, the if you're listening, Carl, if you're yeah, listening, yeah, hook us yeah. up. 440, disc edition. 440? Yeah. DM's open, he says. First come, first serve. Oh, I think it might be gone by now. <laughs> I think Probably, it might be gone yeah. by that too, yeah. True. I don't know if PlayStations can carry COVID, can they? <laughs> uh, let's, oh, let's do a bit of transfer chatter. Uh, oh, well, first of all, we should honourable mention to Zen Shakiri heading mm. off to Leon, a nine point five million pound deal. Get him miss him, aren't we? Gonna it's a bit him. of a shame, isn't it? I mean, uh, how many other players would really flourish behind the aforementioned Mo Salah? This could have been his moment if he's out in, he's, he's uh, locked out for a month after playing for Egypt, but and then with injuries on top of that, it's a little bit of a shame. But uh, Luke made the point that Ryan Fraser is an able Brexit Zen Shakiri, so uh, <laughs> he could replace him quite nicely. You got so, options in the Premier League. <laughs> Someone, player. someone, I think, um, I think it was Sam. This on Twitter described uh, Zerlin Shakiri over the years <laughs> as the Minecraft Messi, <laughs> which is absolutely super. Come on, um, and lovely. It's sad that he won't be in my life. The Rob, Spons. the Roblox Roberto Baggio, <laughs> Playmobil <laughs> Pele. <laughs> Meanwhile, uh, Crystal Palace are trying to get hold of Eddie and Katia off of Arsenal. That should be quite an easy sell, I'd have thought. Rats, ship. 
<laughs> <laughs> well, it was um, it was interesting. I was reading about it um, yesterday, and I think Brighton were keen to get him as part of the Ben White deal. Uh. Um, and then Arsenal were like, "Well, no, because he's probably going to sign a new contract." And I was like, "Would anyone like to buy anything?" <laughs> um, uh. He's a, he's an interesting one, and well, I suppose you, you could say this about you know a few of their younger players, Iwobi, Willock as well, mm. where they like. What is success for, for an academy? Is it to build players up to a certain standard or to build players up for your club? Now, evidently, you know, Hale End has, has done a brilliant job of, of bringing these players through, like Saka being, I suppose, the, you know, the, the best in class. Emil Smith-Rowe as well. Smith it seems Rowe like now, it's a yeah, different yeah, yeah. vibe mm. to what they're trying to do. And, and then you, people they've brought who are young as well. Yeah, yeah, of course, yeah. Um, but then, you yeah, you're in this situation now where... It, is, it, is it a blight on Arsenal that... And Ketia hasn't quite worked out, or you know, he hasn't pushed on in the way that maybe it's a, bl- I'll... It's a blight on Leeds, mate. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking blight on Leeds, mate. But the, the, the um, but yeah, like so, it was interesting because uh, you know, young uh, youth players give you that sense of you know the one of your own charm that spurs milk to death. Like there, there is a lot to that because it's you know, it's kind of it's a dream of of football that you think was lost in the modern day, and then Arsenal mm. suddenly have this couple yeah. of players that you're like, shit, this is really cool. Um. I don't know, and then saying that, like, I don't know if he's like Premier League, Premier League standard. I don't, I, you know, this is probably, it might be the right move for Arsenal, especially on the financial side of it where they might lose him for free next summer. Yeah. 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 Okay. All right. Yeah. So Palace uh, want to pay 10 million and Arsenal say he's worth 20. We'll <laughs> see how that plays out. Although Palace have got coins at the moment because uh, they sold an almost 90 million pound stake to this US businessman, John Texter, not, not, not someone I'm familiar with, perhaps. Pete, is this your area? John Textar. What yeah. the, what the uh, <laughs> just... US businessmen? <laughs> no, not really. No. <laughs> I thought you were all internet or whatever it is that Luke Well, says. he made his... But the annoying thing is he made his fortune with the hologram company um, Facebank. Uh, they did the two-pack Face hologram. Bank. And the Michael Jackson hologram. That's a company. But I'd like to point yeah. out that neither of those things were fucking holograms. He doesn't make holograms. Oh, yeah, it's annoying. It is a, a version of the Victorian, I think Victorian, uh, the illusion, Pepper's Ghost. Uh, it is a projection. Mm-hmm. And this sort of poor reporting of tech in modern uh, mass media is why fucking Elon Musk and, and the like mm. get to sell us a bus every five years. We've invented <laughs> a bus. Oh, well done you. Yeah. Pricks. Extraordinarily <laughs> enough, I agree with Pete on this yeah. because I used to work in augmented reality. Oh, and yeah. Of, and a lot of things right. are called that that aren't that. No. In fact, almost all things. How much, of, how much of that is because us, say the consumer, are stupid? And you need to dumb it down into terms that they actually understand. I think it's connected to what Pete's just been saying, which is that... Because reporters aren't, reporters aren't uh, government aren't technocrats. They're, 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 nobody has any scope about how what... This is why nobody understands Bitcoin. I don't understand Bitcoin. Bitcoin is quite Bitcoin. hard, though, <laughs> to be fair. But nobody understands yeah. anything, and we just think it's the magic of the wookie-wookie-witch, and you've got people who, you know... Just... But you, you know why that is, though, don't you? It's because people like to buy magic, and mm. so... Listen in, kids. If you want to sell a bit of tech to people, you just tell them it's like super magic and exciting, and they're like, "Have a million pounds!" Oh, I want that. What's, what's yeah, this magic? magic? What's this magic? And that's how it's done. Sell me that pen. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if that's the policy that they're applying for William, who seems to be heading out the door. That, I mean, he might... liked the defeat on Instagram. Did you see? <laughs> <laughs> I love a bit of Will- uh... William Instagram analysis. But the so I, I was. I mean, you know, I'm a fat-fingered man. Could that have been an error? I don't think so. I don't think so. <laughs> Do you think he ever really left? 
Do you think he commented on like fire emoji, fire emoji, fire emoji? <laughs> <laughs> sorry, sorry, I don't know what I was thinking. Is this what the secret thing was? It's like Jason Mourinho is a sleeper agent. It's like Willian is a sleeper agent. <laughs> agent Willian had a return to base. <laughs> yeah. yeah, but basically in this case is going to be Corinthians. To be fair... I don't know how that can bring about the death of Arsenal. I think in a lot of those situations, the, the person who's sent in is the one who does the, um, you know, essentially like pulls the trigger as it were. He's the one who actually like instigates everything that falls apart behind behind the scenes. I'm sure when Willian went there, he didn't realise he'd have quite so many allies behind him. <laughs> because it wasn't, I don't think it was solely on Willian. Yeah, he's looking around right. going like, how many agents have we got in the field? <laughs> Did you send him as well? Jacka, <laughs> <Shaka>, no. <laughs> and luckily we're going to be able to squeeze this last little story in. Can't believe it's this late in the running order, to be honest. But the story is that WWE are sponsoring Enfield Town, Pete. They were. What is happening here? They're su- they're sponsoring. They're just they're just sponsoring a shirt. Aren't they're they? sponsoring a yeah. shirt. Are you, are you familiar with football sponsoring? <laughs> yeah. yeah, but isn't it a bit weird to be sponsored? It's like a sporting thing, isn't it? WWE. Everything was sponsored by Angry Birds. Is it not a bit like the tennis tour advertising on something? <laughs> What like a I want oh, like an arrival, arrival like ATP, like, yeah, ATP. Right, okay. yeah, like or it's, it's visit a, Rwanda. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> to be just, fair, when you said RPG, I thought <laughs> actually, how far away are we from you know just <laughs> other countries' militaries advertising <laughs> on our shirts? Yeah, yeah. just <laughs> weapons, gun, sponsored <laughs> by gun. <laughs> and there's always been weird sponsors on, on on shirts. Surely, I mean, is that is that strange? Well, like, this is good anyway because there's photos from the press day of WWE stars, as mm, I understand it. Yeah, yeah. Um, including a gentleman called Triple H, who is definitely famous. Um, who <laughs> he's a man who's probably going to. I mean, by and large, going to take over uh, Vince McMahon, the big kind of like yeah. boss of, of WWE. Um, he's the um, son-in-law of uh, Stephanie McMahon, his his daughter, and he is very much in charge of of how uh, NXT and how the WWE go. Um, he is a man who is not afraid of a bit of self indulgence. Whenever he wrestles, even at you know fifty five, however old he is, he likes to wrestle for a very long time, which ah, means his, yeah. his his matches are very boring. Uh, and whoever he wrestles is also very boring because he's touching Triple H. Uh, I <laughs> I can't stand him. I think he's rubbish. Uh, and uh, but Enfield Town will probably have a nice time with their. I mean, it's a very big logo. It's a, it looks. I think they're going for like it looking like a championship belt, uh, but the logo itself Ooh. looks very very chunky. Oh, I don't I hate see. that. That is cool. Some yeah. people had it in the photos had the, the belts. The big belts. The, yeah. yeah, and they were like belt. in hardly any clothes and mm. then they were next to these. Yeah, I mean, I had to explain the, the wrestling kind of singlet and pants to you earlier on. I just, just yeah, it's just like, I it's, just, it's, a, it's, it's, it's about as old as football wrestling. I was, <laughs> what? Yep. Yeah. I mean, wrestling, yeah, but not WWE. About no, as, professional about wrestling. Greco-Roman wrestling, yes, it's pretty fucking old. Professional but... <laughs> wrestling is about as old as football. Uh, yeah. All right. Okay. They love it. When Very... I come back in next, I'll know a bit more about it. <laughs> hey, scripted about the same as well, I think. <laughs> <laughs> Genuinely know what's going to happen, who's going to win. A lot of cardboard um, cutouts. I thought this was going to be like, um, so, so do you remember when a, a film company sponsored Atletico Madrid back in the day? Mm. And so rather than having just the name of the, of the company on the mm. shirt, they had different films. Yeah. So there was one where I think Fernando Torres, or maybe Aguero, is it? 
was wearing a shirt with Hellboy on it. <laughs> nice. I missed that. That's yeah. great. And there was a great one when, uh, I can't remember which team was this, also in Spain, when they were sponsored by Burger King. And if you did the Ravinelli celebration, you would get the yes. Burger King guy's face over your face because it was so on the inside of the shirt. So, a very I mean, eerie character, I yeah, find. Yeah, yeah. Oh, God, he's he's seen some things, isn't he? <laughs> Probably how they cook the burgers. But I thought they were going to do something similar with this. But I suppose the belt's quite a good... Um, yeah. A good I like gimmick. it. I think it looks good. All right, then. Mm. Great. On tomorrow's show, it is Jules, Andy and Luke in your ears. There's football tonight. Don't you worry, people. Carabao Cup action aplenty. All sorts of tasty matchups, including Watford against Crystal Palace. Why don't Oxford United do better? They're playing QPR tonight. Well, why don't Oxford United do better in this competition? Because their logo is the same as the Carabao logo. You would yeah. think that would give them like think that extra would give points. Them extra points. <laughs> I think you'd get them through. Yeah. I don't know. I think you should before when you're next on Thursday. Mm. I think you should come back with a thesis. Watford as well. Watford's quite similar. They've got a big old, big old beast on their uh, <laughs> on their logo. It's a hornet, isn't it? It's big. <laughs> <laughs> I think you've cracked this wide yeah. open. What's <laughs> um, going on, lads? Say goodbye on. then, Pete. <laughs> goodbye, everyone. Say bye, Vish. Bye. We'll catch you next time. The Football Ramble is a stack production and part of the Acast Creator Network. <laughs> yeah, he keeps trying to... Yeah, edit. No, sorry. I wasn't going to be funny. For a change. <laughs> <laughs> Can we all do that? Yeah. <laughs>